Who do you sound I, like? I sing hillbilly. hillbilly. I can sing hillbilly, but no. who do you sound like? I don't sound like nobody. I sound like me. She goes, who do you sing like in hillbilly? Who do you sound like yeah. in hillbilly? I sound like myself. I don't sound like nobody. I sound like nobody, man. Oh, dun, rock and roll. Dun, 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 dun. Well, rock and roll. So let's look up, because I'm curious now, 23 views. Of that? Yes. Oh, my God. We've got more views of this, of that on this show, or, you know, our show live streams than we have the video itself. I guess that's that's a plus. Bing, 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 Russell. Okay. It's Kurt Russell's father. Okay, qu- questions. Yes. Because we're live. We don't have a theme song for this show, so. That's fine. We'll do Adam's thing here. We're already live. Um, there you go. That's good. So, first note I have, Bing Russell. Bing Russell. That's his dad, you said? That's his dad, yeah. Does he play his dad? Yes, he played Vern Presley. Vernon Presley to Russell's Elvis Presley, and that's his father. I have a couple notes on his dad in this episode, or in my notes, for this movie. Welcome to L.A.W. John Carpenter Review, episode 24, Elvis, 1979, Phoenix West. Welcome. Uh, No time to fuck around. You see I sing, yeah, I sing hillbilly. Some some people song. No, sing, no, uh, sound like me, man. I don't know what you're talking about, Jack. Who do you sound like in hillbilly? Are you fourteen year old girl? I'm thirty eight. No, uh, I'm not interested in you, honey. Get out of here! I don't want to hear your cotton panties. If your age doesn't end teen, I'm not involved. Okay. I'm not interested in you, honey. <laughs> God damn it! Get out. Go give me some. Give me some hot dog rolls. I love my hot dog rolls. Haha, <laughs> I'm not interested, man. I drank so much Pepsi that the manufacturer had to send it to the Graceland. Because I could not buy enough of it in the store. Because I drank so much Pepsi. Is it I a coinci- coincidence? Read the book. I love Pepsi. Is it a coincidence? God damn it, honey. I would eat Pepsi. I would drink Pepsi by the gallon. And I'd eat mashed potatoes, bacon and cheese, and peas in my stomach. I'd put it on my belly and I'd take it up with let's, my finger. Let's actually get into this movie. That's actually what happened. None of these stories are going to be in this Elvis movie. Because this movie is very genteel. And it's very, very nice. You don't see... Nice one no. pill being taken. No. Not one woman being fucked on the side. Nope. You see one four and a half sec scene where he gets paranoid, fires his band, and goes, No, nah, bring him back. I'm sorry. Hey, man, and I'm move sorry. the fuck on. Well, for the money. Oh, I'm sorry. God damn it. I'm... Bring him back. That's it. It's, the, it's, it's... Very, it's a very nice. Because, well, Elvis had just died. Literally three years two, prior. Two years. Two years. He died so, 77. This is 79. Well, August August 20, uh, uh, August 16th, 17th, 1977. Yeah. And this movie came out to, uh, 1979. That's crazy. This movie came out in... Crazy. When did this debut? I'm curious. I'm I think it was November right 79. I want to say it was a sweep. It had to be sweep, so it was November. February 11th. Way off. February this 11, is a year and some change after he died. That's why they don't discuss the pills or his actual that's, death that's because the, they're still debating this of how he died. This is, this is a fluff piece. Can I just say a couple things before we actually get into the plot of the of the two hour forty eight minute movie we watched? Well, it's not even. It's just a biopic. So it's not really a plot. It's just his rise to no, but Elvis it's going to be scenes that we discuss. And I just want to say before I even get into that, I don't give a shit about Elvis. 
I don't, I'm not a fan of his music. I, I mean, I've heard his music. It's whatever. He's a good singer. I'm, he's a good singer. He's fine. I just like the real stories about Elvis. The ones where he, like, I used to listen to a radio show called Don and Mike, and they would have Elvis's dead day and Elvis's birthday. And they would tell stories about Elvis, mm. and they're hilarious. Because Elvis sounded like he was a fun guy. He just was a guy that was really easily swayed to take medication by doctors. He wasn't a drug it, addict. It's Michael in Jackson. His mind. Him and yes. Michael Jackson are the same, and they share something in common. Yes, Priscilla. They, they both put their DNA in a woman to pres- into Priscilla, or, you know, into well, Lisa. Uh, in Lisa Marie. So, goddamn honey, you can't date a black man. Apparently, uh, Elvis did not want uh, Lisa Marie to date a black man. And, well, she, I guess she kind of kept his kept her word no she did not michael jackson is not a black man he was he was transitioning but he was he was a genetically a black man genetically black yes he didn't specify genetically gb genetically black yeah yeah hi honey why are you doing oh my god honey do not date that gb (laughs) unless you're talking about grand biscuits Uh, green bay packers aaron Rodgers. you can you can fuck him I love Green Bay Packers. I love football. You are within his weird little Venn diagram of people he would fuck, I, which is I white have, and dark hair. I have three TVs uh-huh. in my home to watch three football games. Shot them all. At the same time. I shot every <laughs> TV I had, Jack. I do love that. Robert Goulet was on, I'd shoot it. Okay, now, okay, no, I need to say one more thing before we get into the plot. I keep Go almost talking about the opening scene because I have so many notes there. Elvis Presley did 31 movies from 1956 to 1969. I have seen zero. zero of them. I would agree. I've never seen Not I've a single one. I hear he's terrible. Well, I mean, Jailhouse Rock, I think I've, I've seen pieces of it. Of what? That's probably mo- Jailhouse Rocks. Oh, I think you said Johnny's Rocket. Like the no, no, Jailhouse Rock. Uh, that would be the, probably the most famous movie. Or Blue I, Hawaii. I guess. I've never, I've never seen it. It's the other one I know. He yeah, did two I, Hawaii I movies, I think. Kissing, Kissing Cousins, I think, was another one. No. Come on, man. Kiss your cousin. Coming, cousin. Goddamn. I don't care. She's redhead. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't cut loose in your hair. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I don't judge if they're, if they're your cousin or so. Is your cousin 14 years old? Oh, I'm in. If she's 14, it's fair game, man. Come I on. also notated, I don't have it in my notes, but I mentally notated it, that um, the song he sings when he's in the military, he's at that bar, Priscilla, when he first meets Priscilla, and he, their, their first date. What is that song? The uh, fuck? I can't remember. But according to the IMDb tri- uh, trivia, he sings the American trilogy at the end of the movie. He didn't sing that song until 1973. And this this takes place in 1969, the comeback special. Okay, I'm fast forwarding here to hear this song. But Elvis does have a lot of Twilight Zone connections, Hold which on. actually makes sense for our show. We will get into that in a second. I want to hear this. Why can't I find this fucking song? Wise man say, groom only 14-year-old girls. Yeah, that's, uh, because they won't talk back or run away this on song. you. That's top secret. That song is like the original Mama Number Five. It's Little Richard. Met a girl, you yeah, know, but it's the first Mama Number Five. Right. Like, because he has this part. Yeah. Go, 
My mom will buy you Cadillac. I guess you Cadillac outside. Can't mom. play too much. I really got to be careful this episode. Oh, this one, you don't. It, Priscilla Preston's gonna be on top of you and ripping your throat out with her claws. Yeah. You don't talk about my husband like that. What else is she gonna well, actually, do? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I divorced him 50 years ago. Like I give a fuck. I purposely Mark have not Stone. have not listened to or read the trivia yet for this movie. There's not much there. It's not. It's not that interesting. Can you explain this, the before we get into it? Can you explain the songs? Did they just play Elvis songs and? Yes. Well, okay. So I read because it's clearly the Elvis. Trivia, they, all these songs are official Elvis songs, but they are recordings of another artist singing them. It's not Elvis. It is, I think, Rodney McDowell. Not Roddy McDowell. Okay. Not Planet of the Apes guy, but Roddy Roddy McDowell. He he dubs Elvis, and Kurt Russell is dubbing that guy's voice for the songs. And I think they did Ronnie like, Ronnie McDowell. Ronnie McDowell. And I think it said like they did. They recorded something like sixty songs, but only used like thirty, something like that. They recorded a lot. They recorded him singing a lot, and then they only used like half of them, basically. Because just in case, it was like, what song would work here? What song would work there? So that's pretty much all it did. And John Carpenter basically shot this, I think, under budget, under on time. Like he, there was nothing that much to this movie. Two point one million dollars. No, it's a TV movie. It's so a, this was a big, big deal because back in those days, a TV movie. All the rage. cars, all the yeah, yeah, it's a 70s, yeah. 70s movie of the night. Now this movie, I, I've known about the Memphis Mafia forever. And this movie does not get into it that deep. But I know that Red was his number one guy. But in the reality, Red and all the other goons in his squad were just a bunch of losers who were, like, sucking off of Elvis because they were just, like, scumbags, apparently. But they were Elvis's friends. And Elvis yes. loved them because they were his friends. But they were called the Memphis Mafia because they were kind of scummy. They were borderline criminals themselves. Well, here's where we get into, do we talk about the movie, like Elvis's life in order? I think no. we need to. Oh, I think we do. Like the you movie could. in order. Because because I do have my notes, and I want to go off those certain things. I had up. a twin, man. I ate my twin in the womb. Okay, no, it opens up 1960 or 1970, right? 1969, yeah. whatever his, his Vegas concert was. Right, yeah. He's been gone for 10 years. This is his big return. And it's it reminds me a lot. It's a it's like a really low quality version of not low quality, but low a cheaper version of Walk the Line with Johnny Cash, where he's at his he's at his Folsom Prison right. thing, and he's waiting, yeah, and he yeah, does yeah, the yeah. flashback of his entire life. Yeah, it's pretty much the same structure. Only that movie's a lot better. Yes and no. No, that, yes. E- equally equally fabricated. Not reality, but yes. But that movie but, yeah, deals with the drugs and him good. getting sober, and yeah, but. They totally bashed the the mother of of his children, the, the the first wife. That was not that wife was not like that at all. That was very very much um, rewriting history for Johnny Cash. Because was it a bashing? The, all she did was throw some pictures off the wall in that movie. Well, no, she she just didn't respect them. She didn't support them. She was sick of him singing. She couldn't deal with it. Like she's very much a bitch in the in the movie. She's portrayed as an awful monster, kind of. And even like the kids, even were like, my mother was not like that. I didn't my get father, that. My I did. It, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. See, it's I, not, it's... I put myself more in her position, which was I'm sick of this guy. That's what I got. Yeah, but there's a lot of you know I'm I'm 
you know, and, and June is the angel that, like, no matter what he does, I have to love him. I love you. Whatever you did, I have to forgive you. But um, I think, you know, hey. th- that was recreating his myth. And that's, well, he was already dead by that point anyway, so it doesn't matter. Because Johnny Cash died, like, right before that movie came out. Yeah. And June died in 2003. I mean, she yeah. was dead a long time ago. She died a year before How he did. How fucked up is that? Yeah. Well, he couldn't live without her. That's why. Because he did love her. Like, he really loved yeah. her. I, and that was that. That's that situation. But that was, you know, the the whole crux of the movies during his yeah. horror. Right, and that's why I like that movie because most of that Johnny Cash is a total fucking asshole. Remember he crashed drugs, man. He's so oh, fucking out of his mind with drugs that he crashes that tractor, and Robert Patrick's like, "What are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing, man? You're Robert a dad. Patrick. Those are your kids watching you." He shames yeah, him, then he goes in the rehab, and he's like. Argh. And that movie doesn't hold back, but it's not like gr- gritty, but it doesn't. No. It shows you what it is, and it's kind of like still this schmaltzy Hollywood it's version more, it's of more, it. it yeah, it's more of a whitewash. It's not. It's not you know one hundred percent accurate. Yes. But whatever. It's fine. But it's not a bad movie. It's, it's an enjoyable it's, movie, it's, it's and I, I actually really yeah. do enjoy that movie. Yeah, it's not. It's a fine movie. Um, this one yeah. is a even more glossed over version of a monster oh, from yes. history. Yes. Uh, even worse monster from history, I should say. Well, I wouldn't call him a monster. I think Elvis was just a child. He wasn't very bright. He's not Michael Jackson. He's not Michael Jackson, but he's close. Because I think he started out early. So, okay. The the one thing I read in the trivia, that contest he does in high school, he didn't do that in high school. He did that when he was nine years old. So he was already a young kid growing up. Yeah. He was musically inclined. And he was singing in gospel groups and shit like that. And he, did, he traveled doing gospel music stuff way before he became a rock and roller. So he was going around. And like, oh, I want to do a song for my mama. I'm going to record a record for my mama at this little store here. I want to do, I want to record an album. And he did that. That's all true. The two most effective things in the movie for me, how much he loved his mom. Yes, that's very true. Very effective. And yeah, true. true. And also his incredible jealousy and awe of uh, James Dean. Yes, like he he's, he keeps bringing him up when he's doing his movies, and he's like, yeah, "I want to do some serious stuff." Like James, and he like even when he's sad and yelling James at his family, Dean, like it's, it's how much he wants to do James Dean type stuff. And then he's watching his movie when he's all by himself, and he's like, "Okay, he's do just that, like man. what he's quoting him." And I'm like, "It's it's jealousy, and he's sad that he can't do that." But like I have to go like do yeah. fucking another beach movie, yeah. and, and well, he wasn't. A I want to do that. No, but he yeah. wanted to be. But the problem yeah, is, yeah. he's not an actor; he's a singer. Yeah. James Dean was an actor. Yes. And he wanted to be that guy so bad. And yeah. that part, those two things worked the best for me in this entire two-hour, 48-minute movie. Right, yeah. And that's <sighs> I bet you that's the only drama they could find because if every time they probably put drama in the script, I'm sure Graceland got a hold of it and said, you can't do that, man. Don't talk about that. Don't bring it up in the Elvis Smith, man. We don't talk about that. Here's where we get into the omission of details. Let's not talk about that. Man. Reportedly, Priscilla Presley was paid $50,000 to check the script for accuracy. I got a feeling at that point, two years after, a year and a half after his death, she was like, no, no pills. Cut, well, out, that cut point, out the last hour. She wasn't married to Elvis. When I know, died. but she, she was also was like, removed. let's keep him alive so I can make more money, maybe at that point. Or she well, was she, like concerned. She was making the money through Scylla. So I think Scylla... No, she's still Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie was the one that was getting all the money. But I guess that's they were saying she's broke because all that money she spent it all or didn't save it or something happened. It's all gone. Like she's not making any money off of Elvis anymore. You know why? 
I don't know how that happened. I did watch her scenes as the backstory of my own Nicolas Cage biopic. Because Nicolas Cage marries Lisa, Lisa yeah. Marie Presley. I'll marry her. her and he also had her. some money issues there in the early yeah. 2000s when he was with... She keeps she keeps marrying men at the height of their legal issues. She she sucks the money out of them. Right when she was getting with Michael Jackson, he has the child child molestation allegations, and she's with him for like eighteen months, divorces him, and then she marries Nicolas Cage in two thousand two. Right, I think that was maybe before his his IRS stuff. And and, and her son just committed suicide. Lisa Marie had a son, and he committed suicide. He looked just like Elvis, too. Oh, she looks a lot like Elvis. She looks like Elvis, man. That's creepy. Oh, Senna! Lisa Marie, come here, goddammit. But Are then... You, eat the, you know, fishing your hot dog roll? I'm going to eat that for you, honey. It's just weird that she, you know... I think she touched, touched kids after she didn't divorce Jackson. Like, she, she caught the weird legal issues that her husband's had at the time. No, she's just she's just a weirdo artist who's not really an artist. Because remember, she had a singing career for a minute there, like Courtney Love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She she fucked Billy Corgan and he wrote some albums for her and she went and did a did a career for a minute. And Trent Reznor. Oh, really? Trent Reznor too, huh? Oh, that's why he wrote Starfuckers. Yes, Starfucker. That's about her, Courtney Love. Starfuckers Incorporated. Starfuckers. I love that song. And it's totally about it's about Courtney Love, by the way. And Billy Corgan's in it too, isn't he? Doesn't his head get blown up by one of the guns when they're shooting off guns? He's one of his I never heads. saw the video. But I think Billy Corgan and him are fine because they both know what Courtney Love is capable of doing. So they're both like, Yeah, she's a fucking monster. What are the odds she fucked three highly successful lead singers? Weird. And and Ed Norton. Star fuckers and corporate Ed. Yeah. That's why he wrote that song. I got sex in the back of the limousine. <laughs> I love uh, the magazine. Oh God! Yeah, I uh, didn't. I didn't realize you were so in the Nine Inch Nails like I am. Yeah. Oh, I love Trent. Reznor. Okay. I didn't. No, I, I did not know that until honestly, maybe the podcast before or a couple weeks ago, when we first well, started. No, to... well, I, yeah, I, I got more into him as time went on, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I was always behind the music growing up because I didn't know anything. I didn't have any access to like music really I, I was in the country i was in the urban area i didn't have anything i, I grew like, up in a town of 600 people i get I, it i, I get it i didn't yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't have nbc i couldn't watch fresh Prince of bel-air if it wasn't for if it wasn't for bmg music and columbia house i would have had no yeah. access to the outside world before the internet no record stores nah. so yeah i had nine inch nails records when i was you know, when I was 10 years yeah. old and and then I got out of him for a while, and then I was like, I got back into him. Like, oh, he got a lot better. He's gotten better. Yeah, he's gotten a better lot better. Time. Now yeah. he's with Atticus Ross, and it's like, yeah. Eh. Well, he does his movie. The movie scores are different. Yeah, but they, no, but they all sound the same. No, too. Atticus Ross different. is an official member of Nine Inch Nails now. Is he really? Yes. He, well, Atticus he, Ross did the soundtrack for Book of Eli too. Yeah, they both they're both great they're musicians and love good, them, yeah. but Nine Inch Nails is not. I, I like uh, with teeth. That album is yeah. my fucking favorite. That has the David Lynch or David. Uh, sorry, David Fincher only. There is no you. There is only right. the, t- t- the tiniest little yeah. dark. Come on, it turned out that that skip. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the sequel to the his first album. 
So, Twilight Zone connections to Elvis Presley. Thank you for music. getting me off this. Thank you. Bing Russell is Kurt Russell's father. Ron Jeremy. He was in, he was in the episodes The Arrival, about the airplane that lands. I know The Arrival. No, he's one of the guys that he's, he is um, in the episode. Bing Russell is the character uh, George Cousins. It's a season three episode, and he's in a season five episode. Hold on, Ring a Ding Girl. I know Ring a Ding Girl. Does he he's play the guy on the phone in that episode? He plays a character called Ben Braden. Okay, give me a second. I'll pull up both. You know, I'm ready for a Twilight Zone reference. So, sorry. What was the first one? Um, I'm ready now. Uh, oh, um, 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 the arrival. The arrival. That is first season. No, second season. The Arrival? It is third season. Third, third season. season. Wow, that's that late. Yeah, Here it is. Okay. What's his name A in that? episode. I, uh, uh, George Cousins, I think. He's one of the guys that work at the, at the airport. Oh, I already got him. No. I already got him. There's Bing, Bing Russell. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I could, there's nobody flying the plane. I'd be happy to, except for one thing. There's no seats. What? There aren't any passengers. Passengers. There aren't any passengers. All right, so that's the arrival. The other episode was Ring-A-Ding Girl. That's season five. I've never seen that episode. Ring-A-Ding. 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 He's in the second half of that one. Because he is... Oh, oh, oh. It's past him. Is this him? Or no? What's his name in that episode? Oh, hold on. I just lost it. Is this him? I don't think this is him. It was Brandon. Brad Brandon. I think it is to be home again. What, are you going to be with us for a nice long visit, Bunny? I have to leave tonight. I'm starting a new picture in Rome. Oh, that's too... That's him. That... Is it? Yeah, no, that's definitely him. Are you fucking kidding that's me? It. Look at him. Bad. A lot of your friends. Were... It looks like yeah, Kurt Russell eyes right there. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you not see Kurt, Kurt Russell's Russell face right there? <laughs> we don't know Bing that well, but we know Kurt Russell. So uh, Susan Hoobly. Is there another John Carpenter podcast that could pull up two quick Twilight Zone references that quick? I don't think so. Well, get ready for another one. All right, ready. Lisa Marie Presley. She was not was in the Twilight in, Zone. Was in Twilight Zone 85. Oh, 85. Okay. And guess what it was. It's one that we've seen. Okay, hold on. Hold on. It's My thing's frozen. Okay. I um, pulled it up. Okay, ready. Little Boy Lost. Little Boy Lost, right here. Am I fast or what? Look at that. Is she in the beginning as a kid? Or she, she is. She is the little girl. She is the girl. He, she is the photographer who her, her boyfriend says, you can't have a job, you fucking whore. She's the main girl. She's the star of that episode. Yep. She How did we not notice that? I know. Well, she don't look like that. Now I she pull up IMDb it. every time. This is 10 years later. Hold on. No, I still pull up IMDb. I would notice if it said Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, that's her. She was in the Twice Zone. Times choosing which road of life. It's the episode with uh, the guy from uh, him. And she's also in hardcore. He's the voice of Steve. Oh, the George. 
George C. Scott <laughs> George movie. C. Scott movie. No. Oh, that one. Turn off. Speaking Turn of which, off. we're doing eight millimeter soon. Yes, it probably. She's not in the episode with with Scott here. No. Yeah, that's, her. that's she's the star. She is the photographer. What episode is this? One oh four a. No, I get. Yeah. I just want another number so I can pull up an ABB. Oh yeah. We watched that episode. I know. That's why I said. I was like, oh shit, that's her. And I'm sure uh, Pat Hingle was in some kind of episode of um, of Twilight Zone somewhere. In his no, career. her name is Season Hoobly. Yeah, Season Hoobly. That's not Who Lisa Mar- Marie. I mean, that's uh, Priscilla. Oh, it's okay. Priscilla. Fuck you. Yeah. You should have been more specific. I'm sorry. It's Priscilla. not Lisa Marie. It's no, the Scylla. woman who plays Priscilla. Priscilla, goddamn Pr- Priscilla. Oh, but you just—you've ruined my fucking brain there for no reason. No, no, yeah. Oh, Priscilla. that was not Lisa Marie Price. She was not old enough. No. No. no the no, Twilight. No, no. Okay, yeah. so it's the actress who plays Priscilla, who's yes, yes weirdly yes. one of the Hollywood actresses who's less attractive than the real person. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's clearly her. <laughs> okay. God damn you, ruined hey, my... man! Look at that. You're a photographer. That's wonderful, man. Okay. Can't believe that you were so good in that show. Hey, if you bring up Twilight Zone, I got it. I got now it. I'm trying to, trying to see if Pat Hingle was in any kind of Twilight Zone. He was. He was in. Uh, he was the main character in fifth fourth season episode. Oh, it's it's right after on Thursday we leave for home. Episode two episodes after that. Oh, so he's in an hour episode. Uh, what the fuck is it called? It's really boring. It's um. I'm getting to it right now. He's got a lot of credits here. Oh, it's a world here we bef- go. episode before that. It's uh, Incredible it's World of Horace long. Ford. Yes, Horace Ford. It's an episode before that. I'm sorry. I was thinking Horace of the Horace Maxwell Ford. Yeah. The Incredible World of oh. Horace Ford. Yeah, he was on that one. Sucks. No, so yeah, Twilight Zone connections throughout the entire uh, cast of Elvis... And Batman, because he's he's 89, he's Commissioner 90, 92 Batman, Commissioner Gordon. Batman he look, he's dressed Batman like Boss Hogg in this episode, in this movie. He, he really is. Well, he's, he's Colonel Parker, so. I'd never heard of this fucking guy before in my life, so, so I don't know. Colonel, Colonel Parker was a piece of shit who abused the, Elvis, basically, made a bunch of money off of him, like hid money. He's a piece of shit. I think, I think I'm pretty sure he stole from Elvis. And that's why like he did, went on tour all the time and and he got him. I think he probably got him on Ridlin, maybe, because Elvis was Ridlin nuts. He loved Ridlin. That was one of his drugs of choice. And codeine cough syrup. He drank like a bunch of codeine cough syrup. I get and it. There's an incident in Reno where he got a 15 year old girl. He took her backstage. He found her in the audience. He had her come to the hotel. He gave her champagne flutes. Allegedly. Full no, no, this is true. This no, is it's not, not proven, though. Allegedly. No, 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 it's proven. She went to the hospital. There's records. Uh, she was it uh, court proven. Well, it never went to court because exactly. So getting, say allegedly, so them. I don't get sued, you asshole. You they're dead. It doesn't matter. He's the dead. estates can sue. Everybody Just say the word allegedly. Dead. They're all dead. Just say the word allegedly. What's the problem then? Allegedly. Okay. So allegedly, <clears throat> Elvis took a 14 year old girl and gave her. Codeine cough syrup, and she essentially went into this. Uh, uh, basically, uh, you ever see Taken? Almost, almost died. You ever see the first Taken? 
He did that. Some Saudis yeah. bought her. No, but this was Elvis who took her backstage. And, and, and when that was, her mother was there. So the mother let her go with Elvis. The mother was there as a chaperone. She let her daughter go with Elvis to like his hotel to hang out after the show. Question real quick before you finish yeah. your story. Do you think the, this movie, what John Carpenter wanted to reference that stuff? That's why he had that scene where the girl gets the thing taken away from her in the concert. And he, he hands him, here's my Jesus yeah. necklace. That's this is yours. I, that's where, Don't let anyone thinking. take this. That's what I thought. That's what and I was like, that's John Carpenter saying it without saying it. And he, you could tell he wanted it. Like, it was shot, like, so, like, deadlocked. And that girl going, huh. huh. And then the, the guy takes her back. He's clearly taking her backstage. Yeah. Your mom. And I was like, he's dragging her away, but for no reason. We're going to take care of you, honey. He could have so held she, her right there. But, yeah. She essentially, she, she drinks too much cough syrup. She goes, she overdoses, basically. So she overdoses. She's in the hospital. Like there, this is like, like, this is a bad deal. So he's getting the Memphis Mafia, and one of the Memphis Mafia guys said, "Well, I'll take the fall if she dies." And said she was with me. She was my date, and I had her drink this stuff. So I'll go to prison for you, E. I'm gonna go to prison for you, Elvis. And so Elvis was like, "Give her a shot of Ritalin, Doc. It'll knock her out of it." And everybody was mad because Elvis would take Ritalin to get himself out of like stupors. So. Eventually, she's in the hospital for like a couple of days. couple of days. And all of a sudden, she woke up and she hissed like a snake at one of the Memphis Mafia guys because they were there in the hotel, in the hospital room with her. And they're like, oh, thank God she woke up. She's not dead. They would not sue. And they did not go to the papers because they loved Elvis so much. They did not report the story and they were not going to sue him. They said, you know, we love you, Elvis. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. You almost killed my daughter, but we love you so much. It's okay. I want to sue you for gross negligence and actually beyond that, uh, rape, you know, childhood. But I love, I love your songs too much. But you really sing the shit out of that Jailhouse Rock song. I love Honky Tonk. You're so good. Can I? I love Hillbilly. I, I, I want to quickly discuss... Because, f- okay, at this point, we're beyond just going through the movie in order. Well, I got more stories. Uh, I know, and I want to pepper that in. But as an Elvis, as a listener of Elvis music, because if you go to his IMDb and look at how many movies he has a song in, I was sitting there like, because I want to know how many yeah. movies he acted in. That's how I got that list of 31 movies. And I had All to right. sit there and like, like 12 minutes of, he's in like 12,000 movies. Yeah. His songs. Here's the problem, though. I like his voice. I don't. I don't not like his music, but I don't want to listen to it. Except when it got to that song, uh, "Suspicious Minds," at the end. Yes. Yes. I was like, "Fuck, this song's good," and that was like supposed to be his decline. I'm like, "It's a rock song with actual like electric guitars," and I'm like, "I really enjoyed this song." I didn't realize that was Elvis. Yeah. Obviously, I know when I hear it, I'm like, that's Elvis. I never thought about it. But that song is fucking awesome. Yeah. Suspicious, ma. It's like him and and Priscilla, like he's, you know, they're suspicious of each other, cheating on each other. Well, so. But he he didn't write the lyrics because he never wrote any fucking lyrics. No, he just sang. He was, well, he's a dummy. All he could do was sing. That's all he did. But part of the issue. Okay, so if you look up right now, if you just go to any any search engine, you can go to fucking Ask Jeeves and they'll give you the same explanation. You say, how many songs did Elvis write? You'll get 
He wrote 51 songs and blah, blah, blah. He wrote 37 songs. And the next one's like, he wrote zero because he wrote zero because the record label said, in order for Elvis to write your, to sing your song, you have to give up 50% ownership on the writing and sign Elvis on as the other 50. So a lot of artists were like, oh, yeah, great. My name next to Elvis? Fuck yeah. Yeah, quick check, yeah. But he never actually wrote a single lyric in his well, life. Sure. That's what, and that's what uh, uh, Simon Cowell did. He played triangle on every song that he ever produced because he got paid as a, as a musician to have his name on the on the song. So he's part of the production of the song. So we get a residual check for that. Even if they didn't put it in the album. Yeah. It's just, it's just ways to make money on contracts, you know? There's really good ways to make money on contracts if you have a very smart brain but that or, was or smart entertainment lawyer but that was then now yes. i don't think you get away with it now it's fucked now you make no money and they, they fuck you wherever you go now uh, part of the part of what i want to get to here is there is a lot of yes men around elvis but they don't oh, get yeah. into that they didn't get well, into it enough for me i felt like red was really the nicest character because like he, he, he saved of, him I, he saved him for those bullies when he was a high school kid and like he kind of—he was the older brother to Elvis in a way, and then it was kind of weird though because that relationship in the movie is very like gay. It's like, are they having an affair? Okay. Because when he's not invited to the wedding, he's like he gets, he gets in a fight with him on the in the roller rink, and he's like, "What's your problem, Red? He's the wedding, <coughs> the wedding, Elvis. Oh, Red, I don't, I had nothing to do with that, Red. I don't want a publicity thing. I don't want a bunch of it happened so fast. I didn't even notice. But I, I you know, hey, I. Uh, balls i'm sorry i love you i love you red okay so it took let me pause it i it took me three days to watch this movie i watched the first i don't even know how oh my god I, i'm looking forward fast forwarding right now oh. i watched this in the first day i watched hour 20 Ooh. two hours and then I watched like 40 minutes. And then I watched the last hour and 10 minutes today, which was all the creepy parts. It's all the fun parts. I started watching and, this scene here today. And it's still not as creepy as the real stuff. Yeah, him playing with yeah, the Marine plant. Come on, man. And, and that's I'll when you get all plan. his friends are sycophants because they're sitting around going, <laughs> yeah, you can do. Yeah. And they don't help him. They're just like, he's trying to spin it and it doesn't work the entire scene. He never gets like, it working. He, put, he puts that cigarette in his mouth. They all light it. They all come Yeah, they all hold out lighters. Flare. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's the only setup for a scene where he fires them all and then hires them back after his dad goes, what was that? I don't know. I'm sorry. Get him back. Hi, man. I'm sorry, Jack. Well, he did that. He was very, he, he's very loyal to his friends. Yes, but he's also and, paranoid, which in real life, but they, well, that's life, how they explain drugs, that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Drugs and he was getting death threats. Well, sure, and it's he a little bit of both. A gun. Elvis Presley had a gun on him all the time. Yeah, he and he shot out more TVs than any human being in history. And he had machine guns, and he had and he had a monkey. Scatter, they only bring up Scatter the monkey. So Priscilla, a, oh sorry, Lisa Mae Presley grew up like bookends of monkeys. Yes, because Michael Jackson Bubbles. had a fucking monkey. No, but Bubbles, I think, died before. Bubbles died before Michael Jackson did. He died in like ninety eight. Or something like that. No, I think even before that, I think Bubbles was gone before the nineties even hit. No, I don't think Bubbles, Bubbles was, died yeah, way before, way after that. No, I don't know. I think Bubbles was gone. He was out of the picture. They referenced him in the Simpsons. Are you serious? No, I know, but that was that was. He died in two thousand nine. Oh, that's no, Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 I 
Okay, Bubbles. Bubbles started back in the 90s. Like early 90s. My friend Bubbles is dead. He took a shot of, of uh, uh, propofol and he passed away in his sleep. I love my monkey, Bubbles. I guess Bubbles was on the set of The Burbs. I heard that story. Because Corey Feldman. Okay, was so in a, in a 2003 documentary called Living Michael Jackson, the pop singer said Bubbles had became moody and argumentative. <laughs> that year, it claimed a chimp made a suicide attempt. Yeah, they'll do Bubbles that. went to Center for Great Apes in 2005. There you go, he retired. But he didn't die in the 90s. He was alive right, well fine. beyond Michael Jackson. Yeah, but I think Michael Jackson probably got rid of him before that. Or, or that's no, all but... lies, and he, Michael Jackson murdered him and buried his body somewhere. Why can't I he find was... the death date for Bubbles? He was, he was argumentative. <laughs> it's a monkey. Is that How fucking... is it argumentative? Is that fucking monkey still alive? Listen here, Jackson. I'm Bubbles the monkey, and I disagree with your consent. If you're if you're a millennial, 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 whatever, chimps can live to fifty years. He was born in eighty three. This fucking chimp. Oh shit! Michael Jackson was a singer. Look him up. He's very. He oh, was very they, famous. They know who Michael Jackson. No, no, is. I, I'm going real dumb. Um, he had a fucking monkey named Bubbles on his child pedophile ranch. Well, you know who else had a monkey? Elvis Presley. And Elvis Presley's monkey, his name was Scatter. Scatter the monkey. And Elvis hit it across the head with a Q-stick once because he was getting annoying. And one time, they put, they let the monkey go loose with the girls in the room, and he put his finger down their cleavage and, like, play with their boobies. That's a fucking monkey. But everybody laughed at the monkey, but then they get a cow probe and shock it when they got pissed off at it. So they had beat the shit out of this monkey. This is from April 28th. Yo. Bubbles is still alive and he's beautiful. Oh my God. He said it was on Twitter account. He's on Daily he's, Record. It's on Twitter. I'm he, not argumentative. He's Bubbles. a he's a Trump fan. Oh God. Bubbles is a Trump fan. Yeah, <laughs> he's big in the Trump. He's shit. MAGA. MAGA Bubbles. Make America monkey again, he says. Oh, God. Okay. Mega bubbles. He's mama. Fuck. All right. So, a couple things I want to talk about. Um, I did find an Elvis TV miniseries from 2005 with okay. Jonathan Reese Myers. Yes, I remember that. Playing remember Elvis that, you know? in two-part yeah, episodic. I remember that. And then there's also part of... Okay. This episode was chosen at random by our bingo hopper. Elvis was this episode 24. There's nothing I could do about it. it I just finished off the rest of the 30. Or the rest there's of the 20, not, 28. There's something you could have done about it. I could have. I could have pushed it back, but like we got it, we got out of the way. We have finished our Kurt Russell, John Carpenter connections. We're done. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is the last one. Neither, wow. of, neither of us have seen it before today, and I'm yeah. almost glad I did because it was fine. I yeah, liked it. It's a perfectly fine TV movie. It's fine. I didn't realize I was still screen sharing. Sorry. Um, I was looking too busy on IMDb. Um, <clears throat> but I just, when I went and saw the unbearable weight of massive talent in the theater, did it play for you? The new Elvis I, trailer. I missed it. I, I got there late, so I just got there in time for the movie to start. There's a new I Elvis movie. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann. Tom Hanks. 
Baz, I had to explain to my wife who's ba- who Baz Luhrmann is. And I go, oh, it's either going to be really great or really overblown. Or every every cut is going to be 55 cuts in 10 seconds of shoot. Because I do like Moulin Rouge. Yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good movie. Not great, yeah. gr- good movie. Yeah. Well shot, interesting enough. I was, Fun. I was at Moulin Rouge in person. Yeah, uh, way, but way after this movie took place. But I'm like, that's the fucking area. Looks the same, and I got that vibe. Like if I was there 80 years earlier, I got like that's the vibe I got. You were in Moulin Rouge in France. Yeah, I went to France, and it, oh. I, 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 I was the only male in my class in my French class. And I took all the girls to Moulin Rouge because I'm like, I gotta oh, go there. Like, I want to see this. Yeah, and I cool. went there, and it was yeah. fucking cool. They got syphilis. No, just like just like Toulouse Lautrec died of syphilis. No, we didn't go inside. Oh no, it was like it, it was you know it was fucking sixteen. Only boy in my French class and Spanish class. I was literally they traveled together those two classes. Only boy, and I was like, wow. all right, l- ladies. How does that work? This is this is a big French thing. I want to go see this place. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. And then we walked around. This place it was fucking amazing down there. Like just that I don't, I don't remember much, but that was like sticks in my mind. I was like, oh, so Montmartre. No, just like watching around, like people watching. I mean, this is yeah. fucking amazing down here. And I'll, I'll never smoking, forget this. Smoking close cigarettes. And that was back when it was like you know those, you know the fucking throwaway cameras. That was what I took to France. There's no digital yet. It was all f- nope. throwaway film cameras. Because I'm not oh, going to. Yeah. My mom was not going to buy an actual film camera. Yeah, I had that when we went to Washington, D.C.'s eighth grade trip. But I will say my biggest regret is not letting my mom come on that trip. Oh. But my thought was I'm 16. I'm the only boy. You're not coming, I'm, Mom. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get laid. And that, no, it didn't. Didn't happen. Didn't happen and at all. On purpose. Sure. But it was like I did have an all night party in my room as oh, the only boy. Go. Yeah, but it it wasn't like that. It was just you were the only boy, and they were all lesbians. No, no, it was it was a lot of fun, but nothing happened, and I'm glad nothing happened. Wait, you're 16, I'll say that you're... sixteen, yeah. but like sixteen with a lot of Michigan girls, and I'm like, yeah. no, I'm good, I'm good. But it is a lot of fun. We were drinking, and we went to Moulin Rouge, and we yeah, went around. Fun. Went, oh, in the, yeah. went in the fucking subway, and that was over oh, the buses, and it, that part was fun, and I loved it. Then we went to Spain, and it was like I don't know shit about Spain, and I, the food, I hated the food, <laughs> like I hate everything about this place. Okay, in France, I knew French. I don't know it so much today. I can read it, but I can't say it. I can't like hear it or speak it. You know. Well, space. But Spanish. France, everyone knew English. Of course. So everywhere we went was like, all right, what yeah. do you want to buy? So I bought uh, From Dust Till Dawn on VHS in France. Wow. Didn't know what the fuck, uh, you know. You didn't know what the PAL thing? I didn't know what the PAL thing. I oh, bought no. From Dust Till Dawn and I bought, what was it, Fargo? So Something, like, you know, my movie taste at that time. We're, we're pretty oh, sophisticated. Sure. So I bought Clerks. I bought Clerks. Wow. Was it really expensive, though? Clerks and From Dust Till Dawn on, on French uh, VHS. And I'm like, yes. these are. F-. And, and I also saw... Was the package different? It was different. It was, you know, it was in French. Sometimes the, packages are be- the packaging is better in European countries. They have a lot harder it, cases, I'll say that. Their, yeah, their clamshells are fucking serious. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize... I thought it was because I took them through the scanners... 
Cruise out is just because it's pal, which I understood yeah, as yeah. you know as a you know when I met Years you later. at that age, I understood what yeah. pal was because Michael Good explained it to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know it either. But yeah, yeah Michael Good time, is good yeah. for that sort of shit. Yeah. Turns out he's been interested in uh, Europe's vaginas for longer than we knew. Michael Good, if you're watching this, you get it. But okay, so he's not watching. He married a Holland girl. He's not. He doesn't even know who we are anymore. After Kim left, when she visited Remco, I go, "Hey, I'm interested in you." And she goes, "You're too negative." And I go, "You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind." And she Fuck started digging Michael. I'm like, "Good call. You dating Michael? Good call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good idea. I get it." I was like, I immediately folded. I'm like, "You know, you're right." He was the richest one of the group, so that makes sense. But he also, he was, yeah, he makes sense for her. And I was like, no, you're right. Yeah. I should have went for Mark J. She's too wild. (laughs) No, I got along with her perfectly. She wanted me to go to San Francisco on like on a split second notice. I'm like, I gotta finish school. I'm sorry. Well, she she probably went with Joel. She did. Yeah. Good for them. (laughs) Well, I guess Joel's all fucked up. Oh great! Can't wait. But anyway, let's finish. No, so um, uh, Elvis Presley yes. is an interesting is an interesting character, just in life. Oh, I, I sorry, sorry. The new movie, Baz Luhrmann. Yes, who yes, plays yes. Elvis? It's Austin I have Butler. No idea. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Priscilla's Olivia De Jong. Hank Snow is that guy we all know. <laughs> he he's from Lord of the Rings. This guy. It's coming up any second now. This guy. He's from 300 and Lord of the Rings. Oh, David Wenham. Yeah, yeah. David Wenham. Yeah, well, he's in a lot of Buzz, Buzz Lerman movies, so that makes sense. Tom Hanks plays Tom Parker. So he plays yeah. the Boz Hogs role from uh, the Batman guy, yes. the commissioner. Yes. Okay. Yes. Austin Butler, who I've never fucking heard of. He does look a lot like Elvis, I guess. Oh, hey, man. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is this? That? You don't know what that is? Can't tell. The Dead Don't Die? Jim oh, Jarmusch. Yeah. Adam okay. Driver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, a young Billiam Murray. Young meaning a few years ago. Yeah. That's where they do that. It's a zombie movie, but they also go, Jim doesn't want to talk about this. Play that music. And it's like. Right. Why are you referencing the movie you're in? Oh, my God. It's fucking terrible. I didn't watch it. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know. Where's he at? Tex Watson. Was he the guy that Brad Pitt punches in the face? Yeah, he was. He looks like Bieber. He was the guy. He was the. He punched. A, he, uh, Brad Pitt beats him almost to death at the Manson Ranch. Or Here he is with Lauren Lapkus. Missy, the, the the Adam Sandler movie, the wrong Missy. Oh, oh no, sorry, oh, it's Adam no. Sandler produced, but it is a David Spade movie. Yeah, no, no, the wrong thank Missy. You. No, thank you. Do not watch it. Um, no, switched at birth. Switched at birth. There he is. Hey, man. He was in Switched at Birth. What movie is in? He's, he's in Switched at Birth. Yeah. Oh God, I knew. Yoga I knew. hosers. I knew the girl that starred in that show. Is he from Canada? Apparently. No, California. California. Apparently. Anyway, um, sorry. 
Hey man, I'm, I'm on Planet Elvis Presley in the movie and never have occurred. Okay, now. watch the trailer and I go, that looks terrible. Well, everyone, I guess everyone's saying it's amazing, but it's like, yeah. I, it you also said people said the new fucking Maverick movie looks amazing. What Maverick movie? Oh, Top Gun Top Two. Top Gun uh, Maverick. It is amazing. They're saying it's the best movie of the year. Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, I, I'm not making that. Up. I don't Everybody believe. Saying, I don't disagree that people say that, but yeah. also fuck people. No, I mean, I'm talking people like you wouldn't expect to say this, to say, like, no, seriously, you don't understand how good this movie is. Here's, here's my thought. It you know can't why? be. It can't be. You know why? Because Tom you know Cruise wrote, paid him. Who, who co-wrote the script? Tom Cruise sucked him off. No, you know who co-wrote uh, the script? Chris, no, Nolan. Christopher McQuarrie. McQuarrie, sorry. Wrong yeah, Christopher. McQuarrie. Tom Cruise and McQuarrie are, like, uh, inseparable. They, I don't know stuff. why I went Nolan when I said Christopher. Obviously, Christopher. you knew what I meant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I, I, we never talked about this. Were we talking about? Um, Is it John Carpenter related? No, it's uh, Go ahead. Christopher McCord related. <laughs> uh, you have Catholic candles behind you, don't you? Where? No, those are paper towels. It has the. If you look at Catholic candles, they have that thing you want to cross it. They're paper towels. Look look behind you and look at that line going. Ooh. That's a towel. Okay, but look and see what I'm saying. Look over your left shoulder. You this thing? I, I do, but look behind you. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking paper towel roll. Doesn't it not look like a... like a? It looks like a candle. Sure, I'll give you that. It looks like a candle. Continue. I don't know where the thing's coming from. I don't know. Um, and I was raised Catholic, so I would know what you're talking about. I don't see the Catholic in the in the towels; they're just paper towels. But uh, Elvis Presley, no, what was I talking about? Chris McQuarrie, uh, uh, Brian Phillippe actually broke Sarah Silverman's nose in that scene. Yeah. So I don't think we ever brought that up. And he was married it. to her sister at the time. And said, "Are they still married? They're not married anymore." Huh? No, at that time they were. Yeah. He goes, hey, I'm going to break your fucking sister's nose in this scene. <laughs> I guess he never told them. <laughs> yeah. Shut that fucking cunt's mouth. Shut that cunt's mouth before I fuck start her head. <laughs> there are some <laughs> movies like The Simpsons where they where you had to correct me in my, my exact verbiage. But right, yes. way of the gun, not no, a problem. No, no, no. Not a problem. No, way the gun is. I gotta shut that, that cunt's head before I fuck. Shut that cunt's mouth before I fuck start her head. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> so okay, the background little, laughs. That's the best bagger, part. Huh? Is the guy? You, you fuck babies' heads? You fuck babies? Okay. Look, listen, she's man. she's loud, she's but she's not mouth. wrong. <laughs> the oh, ginger God. dude. Right. There's like Jared. I'll, fu- <laughs> I'll fuck you up, then I'll fuck you silly. I think that's Jared. <laughs> No, he looks, like Jared. He looks more well, like if Jared, uh, if Jared had long hair. He looks more like a. Uh, oh, I never changed the background. I'm so embarrassed. It, it doesn't matter. We're so far in this episode for me to change the background, but here we go. What's done? I, I mean, Elvis Presley. It ends with him having the last his last hurrah. Well, not his last hurrah. It, it only does what 1969. It's it. His comeback special. It, it plays his comeback special, That's and then all. it ends. But I have so many notes left. Read I talked all. about that. I talked about that. 
I want to go downstairs real quick because I forgot this note until right now. But I won't because I have, and I'll show it in a future episode. Two hours, 14 minutes. Let me find it. You have a piece of Elvis memorabilia in your house? Well, okay, it. so I'll share this in a second. Let me let me mute it. Get to the actual uh, important part where it's the Lee, Mar- Lee Martin uh, stuff oh, on the, the wall here. The ceramic cats? Yeah, I saw a few of those. In okay, there. yeah, here they are. Here's the scene you were talking about and we're talking about. Yeah, there they are. Look at that key on the wall, the key of the city of Memphis. He's got the he's got the staff of uh, Wonder Woman. It's too bad this is nowhere. Oh, there's just three TVs. Yeah, it's three TVs here, Jack. Because he's gonna fall. Okay, but here we go. No, it's not here. It's not yet. It's at... hey man, I'm pixelated. God damn it! I'm pixelated as hell. No oh, man, it's something to come back to him. If you want, I'll go get it. But oh, fuck, where is it? Come on. I'll stop yeah, sharing. I'll pause it as soon as I see it. Because I it shows a beer stein behind him. And I go, I have that exact beer stein. Wow. And I will go grab it real quick. I know That's exactly it. where it is. It'll take me 20 seconds. There's a beer stein. I sold it. What the fuck? Why? You bitch! Divorce! Alright, never mind. We had to pay the doctor for having him stick his finger. (laughs) To finger your son's butthole. I'm so sorry. He he, he took the stein! Nolan, if you're watching now for the first time and this is how you watch your father, I am so sorry. An elderly elderly man fingered your butthole today. Well, had to be done, Nolan. You got shit. And because of that, you shit all all over the place. And you were very happy. And that's how I'm the story. That's what happens. God, I want this. Here's the problem with sharing the the footage here. Is it takes fucking forever. Because this is a three hour movie. Yes, it is. Do you remember on, uh, on Red Letter Media when Colin explained this movie? And all he did was really say it's it's four hours long. And it ends with Kurt Russell going... Yeah, you saw that. Wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but also it's not four hours. It's not even three hours. No, it's two. It's two hours and forty minutes, and that is two hours forty eight minutes. Yeah, and that's but it is start. way too long. And it did uh, go to theaters in Europe, so it made some money out there because TV movies in the seventies usually went to theaters in Europe back in the day, like the Ewok movies. They were released. So they got Kiss versus the Phantom of the Park. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah, they got the Saturday Night Movie of the Week movies. You walk Battle of uh, Courage or Battle of Oh Courage god, dude, that's the Heart Star Wars Holiday Special. Do you think they got that? Oh no, I'm so sorry, no, Europe. They didn't, they didn't go to theaters. They just went straight to video, went to TV. Yeah, well, it went to straight to fucking bootleg. That's the variety. We're from yeah, TV we're... to bootleg, and that's. Have you ever watched that? Episode four. Oh, did you watch that? Okay, episode I never watched four the whole thing. of uh, I Shitty Movie Showdown. I only watched chunks. I don't need to watch. I watched the animated. Short, and that's about it. The rest of it is just so fucking awful. It's like, oh my god. I love Red Letter Media's rendition, though. That was wonderful. I'm so glad they did it because that's how I watched it, just through their eyes. Do you know why I'm confused? And here's the no. problem is how long this is. 
I I meant to watch an hour thirty seven. I'm watching a scene two hours thirty seven minutes in. That's why. An hour thirty seven. I'll clearly see the. Okay, here we go. This is Beerstein. It's Mama's Beerstein, man. There it is, Mama. Goddamn, honey. Mama, where are you? Can I play a quick commercial break and go grab that beer stein before okay. I show it? Sure. I have to change feeds, but let's do that. Hey, man, go get your stein. We'll be right so back. Okay, so I couldn't listen to that shit again. Okay, so here's the scene. <laughs> I ran all the way downstairs, grab us a, a step stool, got my beer stein. Had to get it from the vault. So you remember like two weeks? No, oh, I'm so sorry. Two weeks ago when we watched the uh, whew, when we watched the the Nick Cage movie, and I had the same pillow. Yes. Okay, here we go. That. Dick, look at the fucking... Yeah. That. That was well worth the wait. <laughs> Wasn't it? Oh my god, it's kind of the same. Not no, really, it's, it's... I saw a close-up. It's the same thing. Yeah, that one looks more taller. That one looks more stout. But it's the same logo. It's the same people, is the point. It's, it's a shorter, but... Yeah, so it's not the same style. It's shorter. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> hey, man, look at that. Bum, 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 Maybe. No, it is. I saw it. Look That's at this. Right there. Yeah, you can't mistake this once you see it. Look at look look at this. Just doesn't have the tip like that one does. It's right here. No, 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 no. The top. 
Uh, it's little... it's slightly different. This also uh, also my friend in his wedding gave me man gel, uh, uh, caffeinated peppermint shower gel. Ooh. I've never used it. It's been here for uh, eighteen years. Oh my god! It will remain there until it dies. It's it's already dead. Look at this stein on this coffee table, man. Your set show with Ben Stein. The point the is, yeah, winning Ben Stein's money. That's it, man. That was a good show. But the exact same design, slightly different. It's weird that they kept the same design, just enlarged it over the years. That happens. But yes, I have the same thing, is my point. This one's for pants and one's for quartz, I think. It's this is for a 40. This one's huge. Yeah, it's big. It's for different sizes, Jack. I never drank out of it. Uh, no, yeah, beer science are kind of like, yeah, gross. I'm sure they, I wouldn't want to drink anything out of them. So. Bump, 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 <laughs> butter. Yeah. Okay, some questions here. Elvis. Oh, there is a scene where John Carpenter is in. I did call his dad. Okay, I started watching the movie. Didn't realize this was his dad until way later. Mm. He looks like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> I was like, is that Ron fucking Jeremy playing his da- playing this guy? Looks more like Ron Perlman. But then it keeps going. And then way later, it, his dad wasn't in it for a while. Like when he's going to the military. And then before that, he wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm like, is, okay, so his dad's dead. And then. His mom is like, oh, I'm starting to have... And his dad comes in. I'm like, oh, he's still alive. Where the fuck have you been? Vernon, man. Vernon died after his son died. I had no idea where the fuck he went. Um, hey, Dad. Hey, Daddy. God damn it, honey. There is a scene... Okay, so let's play the dad here. It's in a f- I don't... few seconds. George, George Carlin. I don't like the, f- the way men call their father's daddy. It's usually Southern men. And my daddy. Daddy. Debbie. I'm going to play it in a second here. There is John Carpenter is in this movie. Yes, he is. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, so the only... Okay, there's another piece of trivia. Here it comes. John Carpenter. So, John Carpenter, the only reason he got this gig was because the producers realized, oh, you did the soundtrack for the Halloween movie, so you know something about music. Yeah. So you could direct this movie, it's fine. Yes, and here we go. Let's share a screen. See our John Carpenter cameo. John Carpenter is a man. My wife comes into the room while I'm watching this movie the first time on Thursday. uh, The first hour and a half. And she goes, I get John Carpenter confused like visually with Stephen King. I go, they look nothing alike. Stephen King's ugly, but John Carpenter looks like the Crypt Keeper. Yes, he does. As I'm saying that. Prepare yourself. Here he comes. Come on, catch up, catch up. There we go. Here's John Carpenter on the right. And there he is, smoking. Smoking a cigarette, of course. There is John. Look at his butt. He's got his phone there. What the fuck he's got? That's his fucking cigarettes. That's what that is. That's his his second standby pack of cigarettes. Yeah, he's got his his third and fourth, uh, you know, case in case I pass out. Actually, this is this is him really taking a break during the shooting to play to gamble money. But I love the fact he has like 
hair earphones. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, this is two years of Star Wars. I got the Princess Leia thing going on. And it cuts to him. Really? And at first you're like, oh, it's some weird security guard keeps taking off his sunglasses. And then I'm like, cuts back and then he introduces himself as the guy who saves Elvis and gets his hair beat and cut yeah, by bullies. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And then Love he, you, Elvis. Because right after that, when he got his hair cut, when he's about to get his hair cut and he saves him, you went, it's a gay relationship. And I was like, okay, all right. And I'm watching, I'm like, man, I'm not getting that. Because Red's not in it that much. And then Red doesn't get invited to his wedding exactly. with Priscilla. And I go, he wasn't invited That's... for a fucking reason. The reason That's is, fine. love the man. Do you think in real life, this is just us assuming and guessing. This is not, we're not putting our, our we're not saying he did, but did Elvis fuck Red? Or, or... No. I, w- I would say in real life, no. Because... Red. Do you think uh, they fucked the same 14-year-old girl together? Yes. That's more what I meant. uh, Because they would get the... The the Memphis Mafia would get the... the, We'd get the extras. We'd get, like, whoever Elvis wasn't interested in. I feel like we're talking about the Pussy Posse. The Caprio's Pussy Posse. Well, same thing. Same idea. Because Elvis, again, had issues with sex. He did not enjoy intercourse. He had... He was uncircumcised and... Intercourse made his foreskin bleed. So he would whack off and, like, he, would, he liked to allegedly come in girls' hair. That was his thing. Yeah, I want to let loose of some girls' hair. Allegedly. I want to let loose of some girls' hair. Yeah, okay. God damn it, honey. Now, yeah, allegedly written John... by his mafia hitman or his mafia at Memphis. Yeah, mafia. they wrote a book before he died. No, they wrote before, it after he no, died. No, before he died. They sold him out. They wrote it before he died. No. I, I, yeah. A little bit of trivia I did read. It was like a year and a half before he died. Wow. So he must have fired him. Because he then. fired him before that. Yeah. And then they went, okay, fuck that guy. And they well, wrote, was it, who wrote. Was it Hamburger James who wrote the book? You mean was Joe Mantenga? Was that Hamburger James? I don't even know. Because Hamburger James is another story. When did uh, the Elvis Bodyguard book come out? Well, there's multiple books. I know. Elvis, I haven't. Oh, May 97. So it was before he died. May 77 or May 97? May of 77. All right. So they were. honey. Yeah, part. I, I didn't know shit about Elvis. So I looked into everything I know about Elvis now. During the yeah. movie, because it's really fucking long. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Priscilla. Priscilla said they never consummated the relationship till she was 21. Well, there you go. And I was like, I don't believe you, honey. I'm sorry. I do. I can believe that. Do you think he because... kept around for seven years? Sure. It was like, it. I'll enter your hole, sweetie. No, because I think he thought she was pure. And he didn't want, he didn't like intercourse. Why well, 21, though? Sense. 21's because a weird number. An adult? That's three 21. years as an adult, though. Yeah, but it, it, I think uh, more or less birthing, 21 year old is probably a good birthing year, maybe. And he wanted a daughter. And then after that, he wanted nothing to do with her because he wasn't probably, once she had a kid that was like, I can't, 
get there anymore. I can't get hard with that. Something came out of her. I don't want to go back in there. Something came out of her, and she's, uh, you know. Still, I had Lisa Marie, man. She doesn't have the word ager after her, so I can't do it. Oh, man. I don't like that, Jack. I'm going to tell you something. I feel like. Okay, so this is just. Okay. This is where I get a little conflicted because I want to go, you fucking pervert. Because Elvis was a pervert. I'm not even going to say allegedly. 14-year-old Priscilla Presley called her fucking dad in this movie and goes, Hey, hey, General, want your daughter that I just met oh, the, the other night with you? You know, when I was, like, flirting with her, and, and I'm, 20, her, I'm, like, 25, and she's 14, you know? You know what I'm saying? Give me your daughter. Uh, why don't you let her move in with me here to Graceland? He's like, the General literally goes, You know what, Elvis? I don't, I don't want to, but I'll think about it. I'll, I'll seriously think about it. Cut to her moving the fuck in with him. Yeah, but was it the next day or was it a couple of years later? That, and that's part of, and that's our that's main thing. issue with this, you right. know, this biopic is, or biopic, biopic, if you will, is it glosses over everything. We don't see the dates until it really changes the scope of everything. But for me, my scope changed when he introduced the 14-year-old in the movie. Because I was like, He's, he okay. He meets Priscilla with a, with her dad at that little party, you know, yeah. his, after his mom died. When he when he served his two years between fifty eight and sixty, when he's doing his movies and got forgotten about. And then he's like, "I met Priscilla," and he's like staring at her, and then introduces him. And I go, "Okay, so I'm thinking like fifty nine, sixty. He's just about to leave the military, maybe sixty. And I'm doing the math. He's born in thirty five. He's twenty five. He's 25, she's 14. Because that's the one thing set in stone. She was 14 when they met. Yeah. That we know for fact. Yeah. Priscilla has uh, admitted that. um, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. I mean, yeah, that used to happen a lot in those days. Jerry Lee Lewis has one great song. Elvis Presley is an icon for the next several hundred years. Not really. He's no, he he definitely no. He's not. He's not. Really he, maybe not his music, but his icon and his fame will live on for so, like another hundred years at least. Uh, I think it's very starting to wane. No, they'll look at him and they go, "Oh, Elvis." They won't go, "Oh, that song." That they'll see Elvis and go, "Elvis was great," and they won't look well, past that. No, they'll just say, "Oh, it's Elvis." They don't know anything else about him. They don't yeah, know that's my point. Him. But they'll go. Yeah, I, I know. I know Elvis. Therefore, famous. Yeah. They won't go. Oh, she was for oh. I have some issues. You got to remember that period of time that happened quite a lot, though. 14-year-old girls, 13-year-old girls, that was pretty much... In Memphis? That's been happening for thousands of years. Probably legal back then? Well, sure. My grandma got married at 15. But how old is he? Probably 17, 18. But he wasn't 26. No. But still, girls were, were getting married at 14, 13 years old. I understand. No. I. That's where I go... Conflicted culturally, well, I mean, culturally, that was just how it was back in the days because people lived, uh, women didn't live as long, and birthing was a big issue because that was kind of like once you bled, you were fertile, you better get having some kids because you're not gonna have any more kids after like 20 because you'll be done. Okay, so even with that aside, let's say yeah. me and my wife get a phone call when our daughter is 25, 
She's 25. Plenty of years behind her where she could have a kid. Some guy goes, hey, uh, hey, I want to bring my bring your daughter into my house. There should be should be well looked after. You should. You know, and I go, what the? F-? I call the cops. The second the phone conversation is over. You said she's twenty five, not fifteen, though. I think it was that's my point. That yeah. no, you're proving my point. So yeah. twenty five, and I go, I'm still calling the cops, man. That's fucking crazy. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's what it was back in those. But days, I'm saying, speaking, yeah, that guy's like, I'll think about it. And I'm yeah, like, well, and the, yeah, I'm sure. He, well, oh, what would you do if you were the general? Oh, hey, a multi-millionaire wants to marry my daughter. Okay. I go. Fuck's wrong with you, man. Yes. Fuck's wrong you with you. Say yes, and you say okay, Elvis. I will think about it if you send me a bag full of cash, and I sell my daughter to you, and you take care of her for the rest of her life. That's done, man. If you give me a child, I will, I will take care of her for the rest of my life. He, he sounds like a real Larry. I want you to fuck me, Larry. I'm going to poo in your bed, Larry. I'll, I'll poo in your bed. I have your keys. They're very, very tiny. I would just say... You're fucking creepy, man. No, you... If anyone ever calls me and asks, can I have your daughter? I'm going, show the fuck up. Talk to me let's, like a goddamn man, you pussy. Well, let's not forget that David Bowie and his wife had a threesome with a 13-year-old model in the 70s. And that's fact. I don't... Well, David Bowie also had a fucking threesome with... Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. So, and that was another dude. Yeah, no, but that was in the 80s. But this was a 13-year-old no, girl but, in the 70s. Uh, yeah. This happened. This it happened does. It doesn't excuse it by saying it was 1976. It doesn't excuse it. I know, but I'm it. telling you. Yeah, I'm just saying this was the. This is culturally speaking, people didn't think about that shit in those days. But culturally speaking, you knew a 13 year old girl was not ready to have a threesome. No, but well, she she was off she was on drugs at that point anyway. Yeah, she was like a party. It's the girl reason Rowan Polanski cannot come accept his Oscar in person. Yes, exactly. It's that's. And that's my point is it's but yeah, it's not because it was culture yeah it was no, this isn't not, this isn't eight eight hundred and seventy four that no, we're I talking know, about. But, it's fucking thirty but, years ago. The guy's still alive. I understand that. But actually, in all honesty, if he wanted to come, he could come because he chooses not to. The court lifted him from that thing in LA. He's free. He's no, that was after he received the Oscar though, though, for a, a piano. No, I know, but before that, they, they told yeah. him, look, you, you, you're fine. We're de- you don't have to come back. If you come back, we won't arrest you. He's so afraid that they're lying to him because that's what they did the first time. He came back, and they arrested him when they told him that same story because something happened. They had to bring it back to court. So they they basically kind of lied, and that's why he'll never come back because he doesn't want to go to jail again. Even though they said, you're not going to jail ever again. It's over. It's done. Even she says, forget it. But, I mean, whatever. It's just that's how they are. As of 2014, the court denies Polanski's uh, dismissal. So oh, that's their line. That was in the documentary. They basically said, "Yeah, he can come back whenever he wants. He just chooses not to." I, I don't blame him for not coming back, but also fuck that guy. Well, fuck that guy. Yeah, like, fuck that guy totally. Right? You yeah, rape a 13 year old girl in a hot tub anally? Yeah. Fuck you. I don't. I don't give a shit. Quaaludes. But also, too. he was going through some shit at that point. Granted, he was going through a but lot also, of shit. But also, the 13 year old wasn't. That's not good. Now it's, she it's not is. Like, yeah. Not I'm, not, I'm not blaming her, but I'm just saying, like, I understand what he's going through, but also, fuck that guy. It's not an excuse. 
It's not an excuse. But also... What was the quote he gave? Oh, fuck. There was some movie that he was shooting. I forgot what the context Sisters? was. No, there, but this was after Sharon Tate was brutally murdered and his child was ripped out of her Yeah, Yeah, so uh, 73 was... It was some movie. I can't remember, but somebody said something to the effect like, um, I, I don't understand darkness. I can't figure it out. Something like that. And he goes, my wife was brutally murdered. I know darkness. Something like that. Uh, I can't I remember I think his was. first movies after she died was Sisters. Possibly. He, yeah, Polanski. Hold on. 70... Let me see. Hold on. But um, I'm curious because it says, uh, so, okay, so 79, so she died in 69, Rosemary's Baby was 68, Macbeth, what Chinatown, The Tenant is what I'm thinking of. It's probably The Tenant. Now, Sisters is uh, De Palma. I told you I get these two guys confused. Yeah. I told you that. Yeah. Because they had The Tenant and Sisters, very similar. Tenant is better. Polanski is a better filmmaker, in my opinion. Overall. Yeah. But you have to ignore a lot in the in the case of Depo- of uh, sorry, Polanski to <laughs> to admit that. Because the pianist, Oliver Twist, Ghostwriter, Carnage. Remco was telling me to watch because Remco worked, didn't he? Officer and a spy? No, he worked on Black Book. Black Book, okay. Yeah. Black Book's not his movie, though. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven? No, it's Paul Verhoeven, but I thought he worked at Polanski on something. No, no, you're thinking of uh, Polak. You're thinking of uh, um, the Polish guy. Not Remco. Remember there's a Polish guy that we... He was a producer in Poland. His dad was a big producer in Poland, and he was the... Oh, no idea um, what the fuck you're talking about. It was Johan something. Um, that's who you're thinking of. Because Remco never worked with Roman Polanski. Okay, you're probably right. I'm looking up uh, Paul Verhoeven's Black Book now. Yeah, he did Black Book. He was on Black Book. I'm looking up Remco at all. He's not on here. He was like a driver. Yeah. He was a driver on that movie. He worked on Couples. Anyway. Um... Elvis, uh, the baby's born. I didn't realize because at the beginning he talks to his the grave of Jesse, who's his twin, who died, who's a stillbirth, and his shadow from there on. I didn't realize until when his baby is born, he was talking to a shadow, and I realized that's Jesse because he goes, "Hey Jesse, what do you want to do?" I was like, "That's the significance of the shadow," and I feel bad for the poster behind us here because that's my that's me on the left. Didn't know I was replacing his dead brother. Hey, man, you replaced my brother, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Jesse West, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I ate you in the womb. You were my vestigial twin. I'm malignant. You see that movie, Malignant? I am malignant. I have my brother in the back of my head, and I attack people at night. Uh, That's what I do in my free time. So Elvis was self-mutilation, uh, would self-mutilate himself to get pills from doctors because medically speaking, he'd get really good painkillers, but he want he wasn't a junkie. 
So he had a reason. He had to have a reason to go see a doctor for pain pills. So he would dig a hole in his foot the size of a quarter. And he looked at his Memphis guy and he says, I will get, bet you'll get something good for this. I want to ride that elevator ride again, honey. Let's see. I want to ride that elevator ride, Jack. And he also thought he was a swami. He thought he could heal people. He studied the arts of healing. So he had a swami hat. And one of his um, Memphis Mafia guys, kid, their baby got sick. And he went over there to heal the baby. And the, they just oh, gave God. him some medicine. And he came out, came out of the... Uh, came out of the fever real quick and Elvis thought he did it with his powers. <laughs> I want to share this scene because to me, I see some... Okay, so it's all females, right? Some guys yeah, right? Some guys right here pop up when this railing gives away and they hold it in place. And I was like, oh, I, I caught you. It was like one of those moments. I'll put the sound on. Here we go. Ready? See it? You see that? Yeah. They hold the railing in place for the scene. Come on, man. Can't break it. Uh, it's crazy. And there's more girls than that, Jack. Let me tell you something. That was more girls than that. That's only about 25 girls. That's all I could get that day for extras, Jack. I also feel like this bathroom at the beginning is a lot of movies take place in this bathroom scene. This is Scarface bathroom. Set. This is hot tub. The world is mine. This one where he uh, gets, you know, where he meets Red. Oh, it's like the Harry Potter bathroom. It's also the it, it's in the so, it bathroom. Yeah, it's in so many, <laughs> so many movies, and you don't it's see that shit. in real life ever. There's like, there's like the seven bathroom. Bathrooms it's where crazy. They're shaking their chest for the mics. Shave off some nipple, it'll be covered by workman's comp. It's in so many movies. Um, I did love. I have so many notes. That we're not getting to. I want to play the opening. Do you remember seeing the Elvis sign here in Vegas? How bad it's like. It's moving around. It's like bad Elvis in, in person. I'm playing. Okay, here's hey our. Hey man, I'm coming for you, Jack. It's our stock footage of Vegas. Yeah. And then it cuts to Elvis live, and it's like barely staying on the screen. It's moving so much. Do, 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 do. Here it comes. Here it is. Bottom ah, left. Elvis live, Jack. Look at that. Not added in post at all. Look at that. That's the that's part of the special edition. God that damn, was, that was uh, cheap as George shit. Lucas came and added six minutes of additional <laughs> CGI in this show. It's so. I was laughing when I was watching that. Um, God damn it, honey. That's crazy talk. I have another note that says the military. When he joins the military in '58, they only shave his sideburns, not his. Hair? That's my look, man. You can't touch the hair. It's yeah, crazy. nowadays the whole scene in a, a full metal jacket is Matthew yeah, Bodine, yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah, you get the whole thing there. Elvis was a star. He and then I jump hair. forward to uh, Priscilla moving in, and I wrote, "There's no real connection that we watch between these two characters. No, beyond her just being 14, right." She was only 14. Then I have the Lee Martin thing with the trinkets we already showed. Um, Shadows Jesse. They didn't concentrate until 21. He didn't write any songs. I already got that. Cage. I already have that. Priscilla doing martial arts is my next notes. Yes, I laughed real bad. 
Elvis Presley thought he was a kung fu expert. They do show uh, one scene with him. He's eight degree black. He's an eight degree black belt, which meant nothing. He used to do live shows where he would like attack people on the stage. Here's our background. <laughs> I'm talking to Jesse, man. Uh, what are you so doing? I, don't care. I want to hit you in my karate shop, man. 223, I have the note. Kara. Kara means open and Te means hand. Karate, open hand. That's what it means. Look at these. They are the worst punches ever. Okay, so the be- the bag is in-, in. Yeah. Okay, so look at her arm. It's like jagged. It's, it's not gonna, correct. She's going to break her wrist. Break her wrist in one room. Or her elbow. Hiya! It's It's the worst punches I've ever seen. God damn it, honey. I want to teach you how to hit. Come here. Come over here. I want to teach you. My, my instructor was none other than Bruce Lee himself. I'm going to teach you how to do the chop. I do want to say, though, I love this song. Suspicious Mind. That's as much as you It's enough. But I didn't realize it was. Because okay, so I'm watching the opening. I saw the credits because they're real slow, and I go Joe Montanga. Yeah. Didn't recognize him till this scene. Right. He's in I was like, oh, now. there's Joe. Okay, so that was him before, and now okay. Then I like did the backward math on that because I didn't recognize him then. He's a really relatively thin dude here. Well, this is a long time ago. This is '79. It's a 79. long yeah. time ago. <clears throat> I mean, shit. Joe Mantenga. Fifty years ago, I recognize Joe Mantenga mostly, obviously from The Simpsons. Of course, the th- thinner, thinner. This is acid, bitch. Thinner. This is acid. Thinner and under suspicion. I think it's called. Remember that? I, t- I told you about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Movie with uh, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves stabs with a pen. Yeah. So that those oh, are my Joe three. Got a great career. Yeah. Great career. Also, Airheads. Airheads yeah. is probably the like number and two. God, God, and Godfather three. I, I've only seen Godfather three once. He's good in it. He's a good thing. He's good. He's a bastard. He's a liar. All liars are bastards. Shakespeare said. For some that. reason, there's like a little nepotism that clouds my vision. I don't know why. It's weird. What for, Joe Montana? No, not Joe Montana. Some reason, Godfather three. Like I see like a nepotism filter, and I just. I can't get past it. I'm sorry. Oh, well, it wasn't his fault that Wayne Rider, like, literally the, the first day of shooting. And good thing your mom killed herself. Or her? Which rider is this? What? No, Judd. What? I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Judd. Wayne Rider. Wayne Rider, I got to think of Wayne Judd. Sorry. Wayne Judd, yes. No, I got, I, got my, I got a little crosshair there. Yeah. It's all right. Well, we got to wrap it up soon because uh, I'm going to pull a, a, a Nate here in a minute. I gotta, I gotta pull a finger in the butt and let loose. All right, his name is Nolan. Nolan, that's right. Yes, imagine this little girl right here getting a finger in the butt and uh, <gasps> pooping over the place. Hey man, come here, Silla. Come on, here. Lisa okay. Marie, goddamn it! I really have a couple couple notes left. Suspicious, suspicious minds. Yeah. I love that song. Good song. Um, funny that. Okay, so the, it cuts back to the the, the cold opening. Which is the 60s, 1969, and his Las Vegas tour. He's doing his big performance. And he's like, here's the studio, here's the news guy, and he shoots the TV. But it, it was during that news thing, and I was like, he goes, 
It's funny. It's Elvis has, in 1969 has shown up while during the during the decade of the 60s where America has lost its interest in rock and roll. Right. And I'm like, some of the best rock and roll is the 60s with like Vietnam protests. Okay. okay. And then I'm like, the best rock and roll, undisputably, is the 70s with like Pink Floyd and The Who and Led Zeppelin. And it's just funny that they're saying rock. America was done with rock and roll here. They're they're completely and then like the best music ever came out in the seventies. Right. Yeah. 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 It's an odd. Um... It's just a weird. And he shoots the TV, and I'm like, good for you, man. God damn it, honey, get my way. And then really, the rest of my notes are why ignore the drug use. And then lastly, why do a, why not do a still frame? Why do a live Kurt Russell holding still? He's clearly moving. He's supposed to be a still image here. Elvis in concert. Do 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 do. Hey man, hey man, this is money. This is so funny, Jack. So, did you have any other Twilight Zone references or, or trivia to share before you go? That was it. Before you shit yourself. That was everything earlier this episode, Jack. Okay, so I won't, I won't, I won't loiter here. I won't hang too long because I know you got to go. You got a heart. You got a soft out, if you will. I won't take it out, man. But I will say, I will never watch the new Elvis movie. No, I will never watch the Baz Luhrmann Elvis. I don't give a shit. I don't care about Elvis. I don't not care about Elvis, though. I like Freddie Mercury. I will never watch the Brian Singer movie about him. Oh, it sucks. It's terrible. I do like uh, Elton John. I will never watch his biopic. Don't give a shit. I don't, I don't care. The Elton John one's fine. I, I do like Johnny Cash. That's why I watch, the, watch his movie. I like Johnny Cash. I like, I like Mangold. I like, I like everything about that movie. And I, I watched the movie, and I loved so, it. Uh, I just sent you a link. I saw that for the for the Don and Mike show about the Elvis is Dead show. So listen to that, and you'll get an idea of paintyourbaldspot.com. Can I ask it's how the, you found that site? Well, it's it's part of the show. Uh, they always play the tape where uh, some guy calls Larry King, and he goes, "I see that you uh, have more hair here. Uh, did you did you?" Uh, he goes, "What are you talking about?" He goes, uh, "Do you don't have a bald spot anymore?" He goes, "I don't wear a wig, sir." Do you paint your bald spot? And he goes, "What? No, my hair grows. You paint your bald spot?" He goes, "You're sick." That's where it comes from. <laughs> so, Larry King explain what I'm looking there. at here. What I am I what you're looking at? I'm, I clicked on that site, and it's like a bunch of numbers and, and titles. Let me see. Liquid cocaine, fifty fifty one. I don't know. Let me see. What does it look like? Can you share screen share it? Uh, oh, Elvis is oh, colon. <laughs> Oh, those are just those are all the the track numbers or what, of what of the stories. It's it's and this. It's, well, no, he he made a supercut of all the stories. Elvis has sex like, at a Star Trek convention. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stories. These are all from published materials from all the books about Elvis. All all the information that came out in the last fifty years of Elvis. I love the fact that they 
Okay, the original story was Elvis died in the toilet of a of a banana and bacon sandwich. Like that was a story for fucking ever. And then they found out no, he ate that so much he had an impacted colon. And that's like the yeah. that's like the story they're actually it, like firm with. Everyone's like, yeah, that was probably why his it was. His colon supposedly weighed 40 pounds and was yeah. compacted and chalky. Because he was taking uh, opi- opioids. And therefore, yeah. he couldn't shit and was just eating oh, that. And they, just... they have a, listen to that show. They'll tell you what drugs he had in the system at the time. Yeah, there's like 15. He had over a thousand pills in a year. Yeah. And they said when they rolled them over on the autopsy t- table, it sounded like gravel was in his stomach because all the undigested pill shells that he had in the system. And it's amazing that they did a whole three-hour th- show about him and never once mentioned the pills. Because that, that it was just a cleanup job. It was okay. Just, we're gonna honor Elvis Man with the music. And why? This is why I say at least I, I'm not a big fan of uh, Oliver Stone's The Doors, but at least right. most of that is about his drug use. That's famously how he died in France in the bathtub. Yep. He told Mag Ryan in that movie, like, I'm gonna, you know, I don't, I don't feel that great, and he's like, that's the point of it. And this is like, when he didn't die. They don't even go like two years later or seven years later. I was died. You know they don't do any of that. Nothing. No. no. It was such a fucking like shine over job that it, like it's, it's a whitewash. Yeah. It's, it's a whitewash, and it makes me go yeah. like, why bother? Right. Well, at the time, Elvis was still very popular, and people thought he was still alive because that was the other conspiracy at the time that Elvis faked his death, so they thought Elvis was still alive. All the stories were lies about him, and. People believe this shit back in the day because, you know, why not? Yeah. Hey, man, I'm still alive. And then, (laughs) oh, there's a great bit, though. 2000, you have to go to the main page 2002 episode where they do E to E and they're calling the phone sex nut line and they're talking to whores online as Elvis. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Call me E. Call me Elvis. Call me Elvis, you dumb bitch. What I'd rather do is play my episode of uh, Things Over in Hell on Elvis Impersonators. Oh, there you go. Do that. Yeah, let me pull that up and then we'll end on that. Um, yeah. Sorry, let me find it. Do you, okay, so I gave this a six overall. It's not great. It's a six. Yeah, I'd agree. It's good. Like, it's I really had no complaints yeah. as a film. Yeah. It was yeah. really long, and I felt like they should discuss more of the ending because it's, it's severely glossed over. I yeah. thought the whole thing was going to be like the last few like years of his life. Yeah, I'm like, hey, we're starting in in Vegas here in '69. That's the movie I want to see. I want to see the purple bloated Elvis's last. And week. that's what I was like. I was, what I was waiting for. Yeah, but I feel like they didn't want to put a bunch of like fat suits on on him, and so they're right, like, yeah. you know, it's backstory, and he's six, he's 14 years old, therefore it's right. Yeah. It's Kurt Russell, and they don't explain it. Yeah. Let me find Things Over in Hell, Elvis. I don't even know what episode that is. Oh, here it is. Come on, I sing Hillbilly, but it uh, sounds like I'm singing like me, man. I'm actually curious to what I said in this episode. But I'll end on this, and we'll say next episode of... of oh, sorry. Uh, John Carpenter review will be episode twenty five is Masters of Horror Pro Life. Wow. 
2007. So I, I've never seen it. You've never seen it, right? No, you I've have. never seen it. I thought yeah, you, I okay, what, so you yeah. saw the other I saw one. saw Cigarette Burns. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see this one. So our next one, we've yeah. both never seen again. And then we're doing uh, Assault on Precinct 13, which we've both seen. I did like... Uh... And then we're doing Starman, which I've never seen. Have you seen that? I've seen Starman, but I need to watch it again. It's been a while. So, Pro-Life, Assault on Precinct 13. Yes. Starman, Memoirs Invisible Man, Ooh, his okay. college short, Captain Voyeur, which we'll talk about yeah. for five minutes, honestly. And then we're doing our wrap-ups, which I'm, I'm including just guests. Oh, sorry. Then it's the ward. And then we're done with his directorial movies. Well, then we're doing our uh, John Carpenter movies, our rankings, 31 through, uh, 21, 23 through 11. And then we're doing 10 through 1 after that. I feel like we did that already. <laughs> no, Adam would definitely be here for that, and he can't be because motherfucker died. He's dead. Uh, yeah, but that's the, that's, the, that's the future plans for this. So let me just show this, and then we'll get out of here. So here's... I don't even know what I say here. I'm curious. I'm a little nervous. This was 2019, and I wrote this back in 2003, four, something like that. Wow. I'm nervous. These are gonna kill me young like Elvis. Oh, hi there, citizens. I didn't see you even though I turned to you immediately and started talking in my intro voice. I'm Phoenix West. Did I say that already? I don't know. Welcome to Things That Will Burn in Hell. Today's episode is episode 73, Elvis Impersonators. I have it written on this. How many views does this beforehand. have? Because Can't my memory's many. that short. Because I don't write anything down that I, for this show. Not this the is point. Clearly a stream of consciousness. If this were written, holy shit, I'd be a horrible writer. Anyway, so uh, Elvis impersonators, sad things that will burn in hell. Number seventy-three, Elvis impersonators. Sick of coming home to the horrible reality that you're just a normal, non-famous fat guy with stupid sideburns who can't get laid. Solution: Live your life as if you were someone famous. Elvis wow. Presley. Why is it there know. aren't any Elvis impersonators <laughs> from the skinny years? Because only fat people are depressed enough to want to escape their own lives. Skinny people what? have better things to do. Such as having sex and fitting in between two things that are close together. Oh, and seeing their own genitals without the use of mirrors. Next time you see a man dressed as Elvis who isn't Elvis, please inform him he's living a lie. Douchebag. There are actually Elvis impersonator conventions. I wish I was making that up. After much research, I found that in reality, there was only one person on the planet ever that was Elvis Presley. It also turns out that he's dead. So not only will he not be showing up, he also won't be alive enough to appreciate your fat ass dressing up like him in a poor attempt at social connections. Nobody is impressed with your white jumpsuit oh that's stretched God. over your belly like you're a swimming pool in the winter. The other Elvis guys might be impressed, but their opinions do not matter. Also, stop thinking Elvis is alive. He'd be in his goddamn 80s by now. The 90s. 40 year anniversary of his death just passed. 50. He wouldn't be rocking and or rolling anymore, so who cares if he's alive or not? Big fat men have big fat heart attacks. It's the way the world hoses the shit off its shoes. And then True. we cut to the show, uh, to the book part, and and then we're cutting back about now. Wasn't that a fun reading from the book? That was great, wasn't it? Man, those Elvis impersonators, sir, are douchebags. <laughs> I said, sir, not sure. That was weird. So I don't just, I just don't get it. I don't. This is one of those things. 
I ranted about TMZ oh, a God. moment ago. I mean, you realize that was several <laughs> Hunker episodes. Hunker in. You guys, that was episode 68. Oh, I literally just finished that. And I'm still a little mad. And I'm, I'm trying to compare that to Elvis impersonators. TMZ, I really fucking hate. Elvis impersonators, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get devoting your life pretending to be someone else. And especially someone else who died so fantastically and grossly. The man died on a toilet. And you're dressing up like the motherfucker and singing like him and going around town. And trying to get paid to be a, an Elvis impersonator. And they have fucking conventions. Why? Why? I, it's... I don't want to hear about how weird all these people, these cosplayers are when this shit happens. This shit is the weirdest cosplay of all time. I can't fucking fathom why you want to look like that fucking guy. And I've never seen... I, I, I said in the book, I've never seen... I have seen, obviously, it was sarcastic. But it is very rare when you see that really rail-thin, young Elvis impersonator. Almost never happens. It's like 4%. Because they have actual lives that they aren't trying to avoid by being fat Elvis. Fat Elvis guys are trying to avoid some dark shit. Some shit has happened to them. Most of it at the back of an Arby's. Just shitting their bowels out and like, I knew when I had Arby's subs. I knew I'd be throwing up Orlando. I didn't write anything there. I just felt like doing the voice. I, I just, you know what I mean? No thin guys like, I know I can go get laid, but you know it'd be better? Pretending like I'm a guy that died in 1977. There's no fucking way he's alive. And even if he were, who gives a shit? What's worse? Him being alive and not recording any music and abandoning all his fans? Or just being dead? Honestly. Because people still say he's alive. The dude's fucking dead. He's either ancient and a mystery and like a Bigfoot Loch Ness Monster wrapped in one. Or he's fucking dead. Big fat men die of big fat heart attacks. Like I said in the goddamn book. Maybe I am mad about this. I don't know why. It's no TMZ, though. I'm never doing this. Oh, sober. I'm not done. Go to LIWstudios.com. Check out the videos. Check out the podcast. Go to YouTube.com slash Wonderland. Wonderland at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash Wonderland Studios. Why can't I get my goddamn plugs out of the way correctly? Goddamn. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'll see your asses in hell. That was a terrible Elvis, and I apologize to the Elvis estate, the Presley estate. I sound more like Creed. Apologize, right? My first improv class. Oh yeah. I, I hated the teacher so much because I came out on stage and and instead of giving instructions on what I should do in the scene, she just goes, Elvis Presley, and I walk out and I'm like. Uh, the fuck you want me to do and I walked off stage and that was my entire performance and the whole class was like oh, I don't know what to do with that hey, man. maybe that's why I'm a little bitter about Elvis because that was a that's not a fucking improv setup. that's not John Wilkes Booth if I've been doing anything but shooting the fake president in the back of the head the fuck else am I supposed to do I don't know anything else of the guy it wasn't Elvis in Hawaii buying cantaloupes, but he can't find any cantaloupes 
and he's getting held up. No, there was nothing. There was none of that. It was just your Elvis. Go fuck yourself. Learn how to write improv. I, I and that there's a little bit of irony there, writing improv, but the the setups because she pulled on out of a hat that she wrote earlier, and that was her setup. And go fuck yourself, lady. Okay. Fuck me and Elvis Presley. Fuck you. I remember this now. Yeah, fucking Elvis Presley. Dumb bitch. Yeah. Be naked in the next scene or something? No. Maybe dressed up as Elvis in the next scene. Elvis would have done, though, so I guess I fulfilled her, uh, her setup. Yeah. You know what? I have, uh, I've been doing some thinking. I will, uh, sorry to my drama teacher, my improv teacher. I will send you the uh, child support after all. It's, I realize how much you help me now. <laughs> so long, citizens. But I will see your alimony in hell, you bitch. There we go. All right, and that's the end of it. I want that uh, framed picture Things of Elvis. Elf. You want what? I want that picture of the Elvis, Elvis one. <laughs> oh my god, those are hilarious. I remember doing the. I remember doing the improv part, but not so much the rest. It's all. It's all a. It's all a nightmare fever dream. Okay, so I remember going on stage and her going, Elvis Presley, and I'm like, everyone else. Everyone else was like, "You're Madonna, but you can't find out." You, you, you blah, 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 it's like the setup, and I'm, she goes, "Elvis yeah. Presley, I go." Uh, yeah. uh, fuck you! And I walked off stage, and she's like, yeah, "Why? Why wouldn't they?" Like, she hated me like, because of that. No. I'm like, I never regained her confidence after that. And we go, "How is this Elvis? That's just a name." Well, it should be like Elvis Presley getting coffee. Yeah, that's what I, that's what my that's what my whole yeah. setup was at the end. Well, yeah, like Elvis Presley getting. It has to. You ha- I know it's improv, but you can't just go Elvis and then by myself, just me. Well, yeah. You know, nowadays I'd probably go like, oh. oh, oh, oh. Who here? Nobody hear my song. You're all old. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I did yeah. something, but like, I you know, as a teenager, I'm like, oh, uh, and I'm like, hey, and, I, and I walked the fuck off stage, and I'm like, there, I did it, right? I did your thing. Fuck you. I did exactly I, as much work as you put into that. I did what you told me to do, Jack. I leave me alone. I was so angry. I'm going to walk off in my swami outfit, and I'm going to yeah. cure the disease. You have COVID, Jack? Till next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Oh, dig So long, citizens. If you have any 14-year-old girls, make sure you give me their daddy's phone number so I can call and make sure they move in here to Phoenix land. We can't go all together without suspicious minds. I'm a Fieldless Wesley. Dig dig it again. So long, 14-year-old. <laughs> How you doing? Shot a Ridley, she'll pop right out of the dock. How you doing? He's like a, he's like a Eric. What's her, what's his name in Pulp Fiction? Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Shut up, bitch! Your fucking nose rings, you bitch. Give him, give him the shot. Come on, come on, bitch. Oh. God damn it, honey. I could probably shut this podcast off right by. We're all done now. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Will I rate this? No. Three hours and four minutes.